Hey guys, welcome to Chat with KST. Um, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I woke up this morning and I was like, I have to get on here and do an episode because I have been slacking lately. So I want to be more consistent. So here we are doing yet another episode and before we jump into the episode i recently came up with the idea of doing themes for this episode these episodes and reviewing this morning's topic or the various topics that we have i was like okay the theme for today's show is exposed Yes, we do discuss celebrity controversy here, and based on all the different things we're going to be talking about today, I just feel like people are being exposed for who they are, they fear being exposed, or they just don't want to be exposed, all right? But exposed, I mean, no one wants to feel exposed as human beings. We want to feel as though we're in control of who we are, our secrets, our fears, you know? So having those things exposed to the public can be, you know, a little a little weird, a little weird. But before we do jump into the celebrities, I wanted to just ask a quick question that I saw on It's On Site. And the question they posed was, is it cheating buying a female I work with some breakfast or lunch? Is it cheating if a man buys you food at work, ladies? Now, I feel like context matters. Context matters. Context matters. If you are romantically attracted to this person, um... I feel like you shouldn't be buying too much breakfasts, too many lunches. And it's also the matter of do you buy the lunch but eat the lunch separately or are you eating the lunch together? There is context that needs to be had. But let's see, because I've worked and I've had um, my favorite coworker is actually a guy. And I bought him lunch. And um, it was just like, oh, hey, I'm going downstairs to lunch. Um, It's your birthday. Let me go grab you some lunch. Got him the lunch. And he went and he ate lunch where he normally eats lunch. And I ate lunch where I normally eat lunch. But it wasn't no, okay, we're sitting and eating and talking and whatever. Um, I don't know. It just depends on the context. I don't think you should make it a regular practice of buying people you work with lunch. It can lead to something else. But anyway, let's jump into it. Our first topic of the day is going to be Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. We're not going to jump into actual Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. What we're going to jump into is how people feel about Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion's case and how it has ended. Now, Roland Ray, for those of you who don't know, he's a guy who is in a wheelchair and everyone calls him Roland Ray. He is famous for his smart remarks, for his reality TV shows that he has appeared on, and stuff of that sort. Now, um, Roland Ray recently called out JT, and JT, who's JT? JT is from the City Girls. And when he calls out JT, this is what Roland Ray had to say. He said, at the girl JT, 
Question, how do you call yourself a city girl and don't stand with girls? So what you wanted Megan to just drop the case and be labeled as weird or a liar? She doesn't control the final verdict. It is, if it was Carisha that got shot by Diddy, how would you feel? He continues by saying, you're not in your hood no more, JT. Y'all got coins, y'all represent women. So that no snitch or drop the case mentality goes out the window. You represent an entire generation, do better. Megan never snitched, she stood up for herself. Imagine how she feels knowing no matter what, fans got, fans are going to have their opinion. Cool, but you supposed to be her girl. Do better, do better, JT. He says her actual name just obvious, Shakira, um, Shakara J Johnson. But anyway, let's focus on the tweets that JT actually liked before I give my commentary on this, right? So the tweets that JT actually liked were shed, um, just it was by a girl, I forgot who the girl was, but the, the tweet said, just deleted all three of Megan Thee Stallion's songs out of my phone. She's dead wrong and she knows it. The young lady continues by saying, a grazed pinky toe does not equate 10 years in jail. I don't care. Now, I feel like Roland Ray, He's very controversial. He's very dramatic, can be problematic at times, but it sometimes you have to erase who the person is and listen to their actual message. And I do agree with his actual message of what did JT and all these people who are supporting Tory Lanez expect Megan to do, drop the case so you guys can ruin her reputation, one. Two, he mentions you sit up, JT, and you act like you like Megan Thee Stallion by commenting, oh, hey, girl, this, hey, girl, that. But then you turn around and you like stupid ass comments like this. So it's like, are you friends with Megan Thee Stallion or are you not? Are you supporting Megan Thee Stallion or don't you? And if you don't, then get the fuck out of her mentions. Like, I hate people like that where... One minute they want to act all cool, nice, kumbaya, but then the next minute you see them doing something that's oppish. Like, stop. Number three, I feel like Tory Lanez got what he deserved. Everyone is trying to make the victim out to be the perpetrator. And it's like, no, Megan Thee Stallion is the victim. Leave Megan Thee Stallion alone. Leave her alone. I'm going to try to not curse this podcast, but <laughs> leave Megan the Stallion alone because at the end of the day, like, she's a black woman. And if she was harmed, not if, she was harmed in a situation that calls for consequences to be handed down. And that's what happened, period, point blank. No one needs to be defending anything else outside of that. But because it's become this trend of people defending Tory Lanez and people standing against um, what Megan Thee Stallion says, people just do it for fun. Like, no. And I support Megan Thee Stallion all the way. And good luck, Tory Lanez. See you in 10 years. 
Now, we're going to move on to a little more frisky stuff. Um, we're talking Sexy Red, and she discusses her sex life. Let's listen to what Sexy Red had to say. I was in high school, and there was an open condom on the bed. In her house? In her bed. <laughs> and she, she just said, oh, yeah, my sister was there before me. And I believed it. Oh, she lied. That happened to me. One time, my friend was at my house. And she was in there with her nigga in the living room, and I told them, do not fuck on my couch. Her nigga knew my nigga, but he, my nigga couldn't come at the time, because they was friends. You know how two friends be he talking to friends? He couldn't come, like, on some, like, like, couldn't... He probably was fucking off. Couldn't get up. No, he couldn't. He couldn't come over my house. And then it was a, a condom in my trash can, and he told on me and said that I was the one fucking, but it was not my condom. My nigga called me the next day and was like, you had a condom in your trash can and stuff. I'm like, that wasn't my condom. I, like, I don't use condoms, baby. Right. I'm the raw dog queen. <laughs> it's the way she says it. I'm the raw dog queen. So Sexy Red was telling the story. And as she was telling the story, she exposes that, hey, she likes to have sex raw. Um, I think she's along with the 90% people who enjoys raw sex, but you know what? That's neither here nor there. Sexy Red has said how she likes it. And, you know, um, a situation like that has never, ever happened to me where I've been exposed for having condoms. Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know how these outlandish things be happening to people, but I've just never been in certain predicaments. But hey. That is Miss Sexy Red for you. Now, real quick, um, on a sidebar, this question was posed. Um, it was on the Neighborhood Talk, and I wanted to ask you guys this question. Would you choose an 850 credit score or $10 million? Um, Sherry responds and said, what a simple question that lets you learn a lot about someone. Now, me, I don't give a damn what you're going to learn about me or what I'm going to expose about myself by answering this question, but send the $10 million my way. Send it. I feel like I'm not in that much debt anyway. With my $10 million, I could pay off my debt and still be at an 850 credit score within a year. Like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Or six months. Absolutely. I, I'm good. Give me the $10 million. I'll be fine. Um, but what would you choose? Would you choose the, the credit score or the money? Like, I don't know. I feel like that would be a dumb question. Of course, I'll take the $10 million. Like, excuse me? But anyway, um, moving on to Joe Budden. And Joe Budden was exposed yesterday for being with his friend's ex. Not being with his friend's ex as in sexually or intimately, but just hanging around his friend's ex. Now, according to the Neighborhood Talk, it says, um, let me pull this thing up real quick. It says, who was wrong? Joe Budding, co-host, calls him out for saying he wouldn't entertain his friend's exes. You had my ex of nine years at your house, filling her up with hookah. So we're going to explore the question of who is wrong as Joe Budden is being exposed. Let's go. You know what I would and wouldn't do. Joe said I would never do X, Y, and Z. I started laughing. It was on the podcast. Yep, I remember. I started we laughing. Jo so Joe, like, what's so funny? Ha ha. I'm saying, yo, you would do that. 
He said, no, I wouldn't. I said, yes, you would. You had my ex in your fucking house fill, filling up with hookah. That means I was trying to fuck it. No, you said I wouldn't entertain a nigga ex. Joe's comment, don't, you not moving the goalpost today. You're not going to get into a screaming match. And you screaming. Oh, we're here. You moving it and you screaming. I don't even talk to the girl, my man's exes. Am I wrong? Am I wrong, That's a fact. Am I wrong? That's a fact. That is what you said. I'm saying it out. And I'm saying you lying because you have talked to my exes before. I didn't say I gave a fuck. I was pointing out that you did it. That you were in your house with my ex-bitch of nine years smoking hookah. This is a very simple concept. And you did care because you brought up man years later. You don't no, speak to her. I don't care. speak to her. You brought it up. You, you are wrong. That nigga cared. You are mad wrong, number one. The nigga cared and he was damn near me. accusing me of something, implying you some shit. You told me I fucked your bitch. That's when that came out, nigga. Thank Joe you. said he won't hold the conversation with our bitches. Am I wrong, Ice? He said it. Said, Am I wrong, Ice? So when you open the fucking door and you light up a hookah, you are having a conversation with a bitch. The greatest people I know. Bruh, don't, yeah, I know. Don't, don't start, don't start losing context now. I have regular, I'm not. You, you just can't. need to keep up. I have conversations with all of y'all old bitches still to this day. That's not what the fuck we were saying. That wasn't. I would not be having a conversation I'm trying gonna, to pop your old bitch. Nor would I dignify she was trying to pop. I'm you talking about a fucking hookah with your sensitive the back. I'm Shut your fucking I'm ass. From sensitive, nigga. I don't give a fuck about these bitches. You asked me 10 years later, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Like you did with your bitch. Okay. Well, that got a little bit rowdy. A little bit rowdy. Um, I haven't sat down and watched the Joe Button podcast in a minute. Um, I think it allows me to uh, allows my creative juices to flow a little bit more when I don't consume other people's content. But it is always um uh, a pleasure when he does go viral and we're able to see his clips and stuff like that from his podcast because I think his podcast is amazing and an inspiration to a lot of people including myself so that out of the way Joe you was dead ass wrong you was dead ass wrong having that man's girl ex-girl of nine years smoking hookah at your house and then he, he you're wrong he, he all he did and i thought what was what's his name i know there's ice ish his name is ish right all ish did was um call you out you said there was something that you wouldn't do you wouldn't you wouldn't be chatting it up with your man's ex and you were chatting up with your man's ex was what he's saying. He's saying, no, you're lying because you have done it. And I feel like Joe Button is trying to move the goalpost, as Ish mentioned, by saying, I never, um, I'm not talking about having regular conversations. I'm talking about having conversations as in, I'm going to pop your ex-girl. I'm like, no, now you're moving the goalpost, Joe Button, and I'm going to call you out for it because what the, the original comment that you made was I'm not gonna be sitting up having conversation with with my boy's ex. That was the original um was the original statement. Now you're moving the goalposts and saying, oh well, I'm not gonna have conversation about popping the ex. No, 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 no. That's not what you said. So Joe Biden was exposed. He was caught in his lies. And why would you have that man's girl of nine years up? Why would you be up in that girl's face? That is not nice, Joe. Joe is evil. Evil, evil, evil. But anyway, let's move on. This is a clip from The Breakfast Club where a nurse calls. And I, I hope you guys remember 
the brawl that happened in Alabama. So let's listen to what this nurse had to say. I want to, I, I want to add context, but I want to hear from the horse's mouth. So let's listen. Breakfast Club, Charlemagne is out. So we're opening up the phone lines to give donkey of the day to whoever you want. Claudia Jordan is here, our guest host. So let's go right to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Jennifer. I'm calling from Alabama, Alabama, but I'm from Atlanta. Hey, what's your name, Mama? My name is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, who you want to give donkey to? Yo, those, the people at Vassals who got their ass whooped in Montgomery. They deserved it, though, didn't they? They did. And they own a gas station in Selma, Alabama. And I work at the hospital, and they came in the hospital scared to death. Like, I'm, uh, I actually work in um, Selma, Alabama. I'm a contract worker at the hospital. Oh, so you see some of the people come in there, and they were scared to death. They were scared to death. They called the police. They said, oh, everybody's niggas in here. They, they said, said what? Yeah, that's what they said. They said everybody what? Our niggers in here. So you you saw them at the hospital? Were they were they like a lot of injuries? Was anybody teeth knocked out? Oh yeah, they like one lady. It was three men and one woman. The woman had a, a fist print and in her face on the left side of her face, and it was huge. So <laughs> <laughs> I have you. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I was tickled, but I was thinking to myself like, y'all deserved everything y'all got. You know, the messed up thing about it is, I mean, I mean, it is, I like that term. It tickled me too. You got a footprint. But then, but then they come to the hospital. Now, now, now they come into the, to the black nurses to get some help. <laughs> exactly. And then they looking at everybody like, oh my God, everybody's black. Everybody's a nigga. And then they call the police and the police told them, hey, you either get treated or you leave. And go. they left. There so you, you mess with black people, fucked around and found out. Got your ass beat, got a footprint in your forehead, then you go to the hospital and you're like, oh, there's more of them here. The footprint on your face is, is crazy. Hello? Okay, so first and foremost, I want to apologize about that. I just got a quick call in the midst of that. Hopefully it wasn't too distracting, but we're going to continue on anyway. So basically, the family from the Montgomery incident in Alabama the brawl they ended up going to the hospital when they went to the hospital they found out it was black nurses there and they weren't feeling it so they left and i feel like this family is just being exposed for how racist they are um i feel like they are they're just being exposed right um for not um being like, I feel like the whole Alabama incident, it could have been, oh, well, you know what? It was a misunderstanding um, where, not not a misunderstanding, but it could have been a situation where you're like, hey, you know, I was there and the incident just escalated. But now with you turning down, um, hold on one second. Let me see this. Let me just respond to this real quick. Sorry, guys. So I feel like it could have been a situation where the white folks are like, hey, you know, the situation just escalated because of drinks and stuff like that. But now that you're turning down services from black nurses, that tells me that you are definitely... Um, 
racist and it was actually racially driven and not just an incident you actually did see a black man and think that you can get one over on him instead of oh well you know what he was asking us to do stuff that we really didn't want to do and you know it's like you're out of you're out of a bar right and shit just escalate and it doesn't matter the race or it doesn't matter who it escalated with um it could have been one of those incidents which is what i was thinking it was but now now you're telling me no it was because this person was black so not only did you get your ass beat but you're a racist family you got your ass beat so you said you weren't gonna curse okay sorry guys but anyway let's move on to the next topic we're gonna be talking trina trina recently since we're talking about racism trina recently um disrespected some haitian people and i want you guys to listen to it i haven't listened to it yet so let's listen to it together not calling the haitians voodoo eating cats um what is it with this whole eating cats concept this is the second time i'm here not the second time but the second person i hear saying it i hear tasha k say it a lot about eating cats like what is this whole eating cats thing that has to do with voodoo you see when you're not into all of that stuff you'd be confused as i don't know what but anyway let's listen to what she says when she addresses what she had to say Part where you did say the part about the voodoo and you said cat eating bees a cat eating voodoo bees so that's like the three words trigger words there that a lot of like we've that's what's being sent to us that's what if you read the comments people are the most upset about the fact that you said the cat eating part and then also um voodoo do you understand like even with all the love like you said you have for the haitian community do you get just those words even if a lot of people they'll ignore the whole flow part and just say oh my god like trina called was speaking to a haitian person and said the cat eating part as well as voodoo do you get the context of why people are mad about that Part. because i said get, can't you get, I, I, because i said get out of my, i said like i was going crazy hard i said get out of get these get out of my face get your voodoo cat eating. i said no what i said was get your boot i said get out of my face oh no i'm sorry i said what i said was part where you did say the part of get out of my face i don't play that voodoo shit you doing all that talking Get away from me with that. I'm not, y'all filming for TV, you're not gonna use me as a tool for that. You were steady selling out, being disrespectful, and I just wowed out and I did say that. But not in the instance of, I wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't, just wasn't thinking about no Haitian. I was thinking about you and what I saw you dance, saw on TV, and you're in my face now, and I don't know you, you're a stranger to me, so this was my rebuttal to you. Growing up in South Florida, Haitians eating cat thing has always been one of these ugly, disgusting stereotypes that was thrown on us, thrown on Haitians, where Haitians grew up getting bullied and beat up with this ugly stereotype that we eat cats. And the voodoo thing, of course, we hear that a lot as much as we hate it as well. But the, it's the two things being put together is why people are saying you're attacking Haitian like, people, um, other Caribbean um, people or, you know, Americans wanted to put us down. That was always like the first thing that they would say. It was like, and we've 
people get out of my face. I don't play that voodoo shit. You're throwing that away now. Because now, you know, hey, it's cool to be Haitian. Everybody want to be Haitian. Everybody's throwing up Haitian flags. It's been so long since we've heard that. And a lot of the comments, that's the key thing that people keep honing on. Like, why would Trina use those words growing up in South Florida and knowing that's the stereotype that people that don't like or hate Haitians or want to bring us down? That's what they always run to. Oh, I wasn't thinking about it. I didn't even, that wasn't, that was not on my mind. My mind was angry. I was mad. I was furious with her for being in my face and talking out of her face. And she don't know what she's talking about. And the only thing I saw you from is talking about voodoo, voodoo, voodoo. So that's why I said it to you. The other girl, I don't even know what she was saying. She was just selling out. And I was so angry. I was cursing them out because I was pissed off because I felt like I was disrespecting me. I wasn't thinking about, oh, let me put you down. And I wasn't even, I wasn't thinking about it. All I was thinking about was cursing y'all out because y'all, I felt like y'all stepped to me inappropriately. And I felt like y'all could have stepped back and let me and Flo discuss this. I felt like me and Flo are two grown women. We could have said, we had to say, we found out a way now. Y'all came out of y'all face. They only heard what I said. No, y'all not saying, y'all not showing what they were saying to me. To provoke me to just go complete down from that's why they they was walking on the door when I started saying it because they were steady selling out saying all kind of stuff she was talking crazy and I was just like wait wait but what did I ever do y'all came out of y'all face and it just went from that between her crew my crew everybody jumping up and I made it clear very clear to flow I don't have a problem with you but I'm not gonna let your friends disrespect me and come in my face and say all this stuff I know we are filming. But you guys got to know the facts when it comes to this filming stuff because you can't come attack somebody and be in my face. First of all, you don't have no business in my face. I've never dealt business with you. I don't even know y'all. I know Flo. She's cool. I deal with her. I have Don't say nothing to me. And um, so that they went to selling out all this. It was rah, rah, rah. So, yeah, they were selling out her sister. She went to saying all kind of stuff. And I said to her sister, get out of my face with that voodoo shit. I don't play that. I did say that. Nor did I call her no type. And it just went from that. I did say that. Nor did I call her no type of name, nor was I doing anything to disrespect the Haitian community. Everybody knows I love and support the Haitian community, okay? Half my family, my uncle's Haitian, my cousins are Haitian. I don't have nothing. I never said Haitian out of my mouth, ever, in this situation. But you, lady, were selling me out. You were disrespectful. And on television, nationally, you were doing and talking about voodoo. So that's why I said that to you. Because in an argument, there is no, no, there's no, you could attack me and I got to say, something nice to you it don't work like that but it has nothing to do with my haitian community whatsoever because you are haitian now you want to spin this narrative that i'm coming at you from a, a haitian perspective that's not true that's not true i don't have no disrespect no negative no anything towards my haitian community i've been supporting my haitian community since, since i've been a kid i grew up in a haitian damn near halfway haitian family so it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with our culture. It has something to do with you being disrespectful and, feel, and feeling like you could talk to me and say, any, I did say that. I don't hold conversation with you. I don't talk to you. Your sister on the other half, this is the woman that I will have a conversation with because I talked to her. I've done business with her. I have a respect for her. And that was it. So it just went to this whole big old thing, of course. And it's me. I'm going to get singled out because I'm yelling and ranting. But you guys are like in rude disrespect attack mode. That's not cool. I wouldn't come at her like that. I, I politely told, invited Flo to sit here. And I said, okay, yes, you can talk to me. And I understand her being upset about me not making her concert. I was upset about it. My security was there. But if you're already on stage, what am I going to do? But apologize and say I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I, I, I mean, it was a bad misunderstanding. I'm still dressed up. I still did not make it. And you gave me a fee to come, and I gave you the fee back respectfully because of the relationship that me and you have. This has nothing to do with nothing else outside of on the clip. See, that's why we always need context for the things that 
are said and the things that are done because all the media has been saying for the past couple days is how Trina is um, racist towards Haitians because she said something about voodoo, 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 voodoo. Now, if we keep it keeping it 150, like keeping it a buck, um, then Haitians do have the stereotype of doing voodoo. Um, it's a stereotype here in New York. It's a stereotype where I come from in Jamaica. Um, it is a stereotype that Haitians do voodoo, right? Now, is that something that I would ever say to a Haitian? Absolutely not, because people stereotype Black people as being disgusting or not hardworking or drug addicts or whatever. That's not something that I would say to a Black Black person. Um, stereotypes are there for people, Chinese people, they have chinky eyes or whatever. Is that something that I would say to a, a Chinese person or a Japanese person? Absolutely not. It's not my place. We don't entertain stereotypes, but that doesn't mean that the stereotypes does not exist. What I don't like is when someone uses the stereotype to manipulate a situation. If you were on TV seen talking about voodoo and you get into an argument with someone and someone says, get that voodoo shit away from me, get away from me with all that extra shit, I feel like that person is speaking to you. They weren't speaking to your entire community, so don't make it about your entire community. So I don't know the entire, the, the next person that they were talking about, Flo's sister or whoever, but I feel like that's why you always have to hear two sides to a story because Trina does not sound as if she is wrong. So, um, yeah, that is what we discussed today. There were some more topics, but we'll we'll crunch those topics tomorrow. Um, our theme today was exposed, and we saw how a couple people were exposed. And yeah, for who they are, we'll chat next time. I love you guys. Later's.